Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have been really in it with the Lord today in a really beautiful way. So if my voice sounds a little funny, it's because there's a lot of revelation flowing, but it's not always comfortable, if that makes sense. So one of the questions that I was thinking about, because different people at times will say, don't assume that's what, that what's happening in the natural is what is happening in the spirit. It's sort of, that's what you see is not necessarily the truth or not the entire truth. So I was thinking about this and I recently released a book, Writing of Wrongs, the story of Esther and Mordecai. And I had not wanted to write about Esther. It was kind of under protest and it was so beautiful and so powerful. But the Lord asked me a really interesting question now that the book is published and out in the world. He was like, so Amy, when did the breakthrough happen? And it was an interesting question because one of the things that really stood out to me as I was working on this book is that what you see in the natural is that Haman goes in to ask the king, can I please kill Mordecai a little early before I kill all the Jews? And instead, before he has a chance to ask that question, the king is like, I want to honor Mordecai. Why don't you just walk him through the streets and proclaim that this is what's done to the man the king delights to honor? And... So in the natural, if you look at that, you're like, that's great. That's really insufficient, right? All of the Jews are still scheduled for annihilation in a few months. And you think I'm going to be happy about this little happy walk through the city streets? Like, really? And in some ways, you could think of this as a prophetic act of what's coming. You know, the the winds of change are starting to sweep through Persia. And and that's all good in, in a way. But I was like, is that actually when the shift happened? I don't, I don't know. So then I started to think about other inflection points because in some ways in the natural, where did the shift happen? It happened maybe when Esther and Mordecai sent out the dispatches to the entire, to all of the provinces to say, you get to actually defend yourself. (laughs) When people rise up against you to kill you, you have permission to not allow that to happen and to fight back. So is that when it happened, when all of those letters were sent out by swift couriers? Or maybe when the Jews actually heard it? Or maybe when they did actually defend themselves and kind of all of the destruction was stopped? So that would be in the natural, what we're seeing, that the death warrant had gone out and then it was replaced by a undeath warrant, shall we say. And yet, that probably wasn't actually the inflection point because in order for those letters to go out, a whole lot of steps had to happen first. And so one of those steps is that Esther had to go before her husband and she was not particularly in favor at the moment. I kind of wonder if she was pregnant because the king hadn't called for her for 30 days. And I mean, if overall they were a good match, then what was her issue? Like getting a little chubby perhaps? Who knows? But she had gone to him and you know, the scriptures are usually translated so tame, right? Like, oh, please come to a fine banquet that I have prepared. Except that what you see of the king all along is that he's kind of a drunkard. And one of the translations for that word banquet is literally a drinking party. So it's kind of like, how could I get the king to listen to me? Um, I'm going to have to invite him to do his favorite thing, which is let's go get drunk. I mean, that's a crazy story. Honestly, it's like a bizarre detail. And yet that was what was in her hands. And so she goes in 
to make this request, come to my drinking party. And, and that's enough for the king to say, yes, he didn't kill her. So that's nice. So that's an inflection point in its own way. She managed to go in, but as I kept thinking about it, I was like, you know, I think actually, as I said, the Lord is really heavy on me today. I think the inflection point actually came when she said, we need to pray and fast for three days. And that that was the, that was what actually created the shift. I don't think that the king would have kept her alive if they hadn't had that time of prayer and fasting. You know, there is something so vital about seeding the ground in advance with prayer. And so I guess I don't really have a neat and tidy conclusion to this other than to say, if you are in a place where you have been praying into something and praying into something and it just has not shifted yet, just keep going because what you see in the natural is not necessarily what is actually happening in the spiritual. Thankfully, (laughs) thankfully. So Lord, I think about, (laughs) I've just been like, that was really a beautiful point around the story of Esther. And yet Lord, I think about the story of your ascension and how Jesus, you went up to heaven and you left behind a few hundred. I mean, it says at one point that you appeared to 500 at once, but then we also know that there were only 120 who were continuing to abide in the upper room when the Holy Spirit came. And so there just weren't massive numbers of people in order to start to push back the darkness. And yet that little sliver of humanity was enough to start to break the world into light or like to allow light to break into the world. That's what I mean. And so Lord, I thank you that you're not super concerned about numbers. <laughs> you didn't look at Esther's situation and think, oh my word, how did it get that bad off? <laughs> like, what are we going to do? No, that there was a solution. It just it happened to lie in the fact like the only thing she had in her hand was that she knew her husband liked drinking parties. This is a crazy story, Lord. And so in the way that that's crazy, <laughs> it gives us hope for the crazy in our own life that you still have a solution. You have a way forward. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Amen.